I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, MMA fans, insomniacs, and viewers alike? Welcome to the, another MMA watch party, this time for UFC Fight Night, uh, Sun Sal versus Moraes 2, and we are late, we are in Brazilian time right now. Yeah. You know, a lot of jiu-jitsu guys say that. You guys are waking up from a nap, not us. And we were napping <laughs> together. As you know, napping yeah. with other men ups your testosterone, mm, so as does having sex with other men. So does sucking dick. <laughs> That's why my girl's fucking jacked, and so am I, right? Oh, yeah, t totally, dude. I look like Tom Hardy from Warrior, dude. No, I'm trapped yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm fucking trapped out. Make this so I can see it. What's wrong with you? Have dude. some respect. So David Tamar is the- Tamer. Tamer. Yeah. He's the good brother, right? Because, you know, Daniel, Daniel's a little bit of a thicker bod. They both fight in the UFC? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel's the older brother, actually, but he doesn't look it. Because David's taller and leaner. Really? Yeah, it's, it's always throwing me off. Because David is the one who got Daniel into it. How funny would it be? Not that we'd ever fight in the UFC, but people, if we did, if we did, right? I'd be the good one, obviously. <laughs> and the better looking well, one. Well, probably, yeah. Feel? I mean, well, here's the thing. No, no. Think about it. First. Well, here's the thing, all right? Process it. You're and probably then better than fighting me by like 2%, and 200%. we are about 2,000% away from fighting in the UFC, so I'm not worried about it. I'm probably a billion percent better. Than we you. would both go winless. That's weird. Because we'd get put up Don't against like. Don't worry about that. We'd especially, get, especially in the UFC, because they'd be like, here, fight a top five guy. Do you think they'd fight. give us a top? Oh, yeah, they would. I forgot what they did to Sage Northcutt. Yeah, exactly what they did to Sage Northcutt. You know, which was a big fucking yikes. He's at one championship now, man. I know, which was shocking to me. I totally forgot that he went over there. Yeah. Toto to, to, to Annihilation. But here's what I will say. Oh, now, sorry to update you guys. We are watching David Timur versus Charles Oliveira. Oliveira. And it just started. If you guys want to sync up with us watching on ESPN Plus, the fight is at 435. 34, and there was a nut shot. <laughs> so Kicked him right in the dick. He's in a lot of pain, Oliveira. You know, we got on while Johnny Walker was beating the living fuck out of Justin Ledette. And Justin Ledette, known for two things. He formerly played basketball before getting into MMA at, in college. And he also has the worst hair in the it UFC. Was an eye poke, not a nut shot. What are you not even paying attention? He by far has the worst hair in the UFC. Well, no, he was throwing a kick and it landed on the waistline. Nope. It literally did right before that. So I was like, Are oh. right? Yeah. He threw a kick and then pushed away. I didn't see the push away. What, he's, the what he's upset about right now is getting his eyes gouged. Yeah. That's but what bothered him. As I was saying, Justin Ledette, worst hair in the EOC, all team. <laughs> he has the hair of like Johannes Bach if he was balding. <laughs> like like he's one of the founding fathers. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely terrible. But so I think that's why he lost to Johnny Walker. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not the peace. vicious spinning back fist that caught him in the face. Rest in peace. But yeah, man. Oh, yeah. See right there. He's pushing away after the kick. Yeah, he's concerned about losing vision. Oh, man. He got deep in the there, The doctor's too. in there. The doctor's in there? Are they really going to call this fight? Stop it. This isn't... This, it's not like I was looking forward to this fight. I mean, goddamn. It's one of the main fights I was looking forward to. Uh, we also have Damian Maya coming up next versus Lyman Good, which oh. should be an interesting fight because I'm, ex I'm interested to see how Damian Maya kind of bounces back 
we know he's fought. He lost to Colby Covington after losing to Tyron Woodley. So he's kind of in a two-fight slump right now. This is interesting to me because I'm not seeing a lot of movement or enthusiasm from Oliveira. To continue. Exactly. Normally when people get eye-poked or they get a like a terrible the general, shot or something. The general thought in their mind is, like, I'll take my time, but the fight is not over. Yeah, like, we're good. That's what. Don't stop this Just fight. give me a second and I'm going to be fine. But, I just got my eye poked out of my head. But Oliveira looks... But this is actually better for Oliveira, right? Because he's usually kind of a slow starter. You know he cuts a lot of weight when he fights. Oh, I don't think they're going to stop it anymore. He looks He's pacing at least now. And for David, David's playing the cardio game against him, man. He has to be worried. I think the sooner... Oh, are they going to take a point? Oh, they're thinking about it. Yep, they're taking a point. Oh, my God. They're actually going to take a point for the first eye poke? Well, we've been talking about this. Yes. Finally, it's happening. We've been talking about this for Finally, a long time. Finally, it's happening. One point. And we said it on the podcast, probably th- on these watch parties more than anything else, that they should start taking a point for the One first point. eye poke. Yep. So the guys are just like, hey, I'm not putting my hands near his eyes. One point. Okay. Well, this should be around for Oliveira no matter what. So now that means if David wins the round, it's an even fight. Yeah, that was terrible, though. Knuckle deep. Knuckle deep, baby. But David Tamur, amazing kickboxer. He just got poked in the eye again. Oh, my God. Oh, Tamer's very What upset. happened there? He got poked in the eye again, and Olivier chose to was stop Was it a glove? Fight. Was it a glove? He chose to stop the fight that time, which is very odd. Was it a glove? It might have been a glove. I didn't. We have to see it. I think Olivier might be having difficulty seeing now. Because, you know, there was that one fight. Um, uh, Who was it? I think... Um, oh, a head kick! It might have been a it might have been a heavyweight fight. Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis caught a punch, and he actually oh, Olivier's fired up. He's screaming at Tamer now. He was putting his hand up like he had been eye poked, but it was actually the leather from the glove. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Tamer on the back foot. Olivier is coming at him. Oh, David Tamer! Tamer Dropped him with a shot! Oh, don't go into his guard! Don't go into his guard, guard, David! Oh, no! He just, he he had the potential to win that fight, and now he just bought Olivier all kinds of time. Oh, man, yeah, I was gonna say, stand up, stand up. another chance. Brett, let him back up! Olivier cut him. Olivier cut Tamer when Tamer went to his guard. That's why he was running forward. I knew he looked all, all kinds of aggressive. That's... Wow, Tamer, dude, look at that power. Keep that guard high coming in now. Holy shit. Woo! These boys are getting after it, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Olivier adding a lot of pressure, man. Oh, that's a good shot. I missed. Tamer ducked. Oh, he did? Yep. I'm going to fucking vomit. I was going to say, you dying? (laughs) I'm going to vomit. That was so aggressive. But, yeah, that is, I know that's a, oh, that's an eye poke. That's an eye poke that time. That That's was incidental. Three that eye one, pokes, that one though, was completely incidental. Three eye pokes, though. We don't know about the second. I didn't see it. Tamer looked at him and was like, hey, my eyes, you, you fucked up my eye, too. But you did it legally. So. Oh, they're back into it, though. Oh, Fantastic shit. Takedown. Wow. That oh, happened. athleticism from Tamer. If he can get back up. I was going to say, but if, if that would have stuck, that's how you'd fucking pass the guard right there, Oliviera. Attack the leg from here. Dude, I was telling you. Barambolo, he's taking the back. Oh, David Timur. 
Getting out of the jiu-jitsu of Charles Oliveira, dude. Yeah, you're, Not all, playing you're that all, game all over the place with David Tamer's last name. Dude, huh? I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm like Joey Diaz. J I, well, I've watched this guy fight since he was on The Ultimate Fighter. It's not like I don't know of him. It's just that people have pronounced it differently. <laughs> so you have uh, uh, um, um, the British fighter with the mohawk. Dan Hardy. You have Dan Hardy. Sorry, I can only think of fucking Greg Hardy. But you have Dan Hardy saying it, David Tamer. And then you have fucking Joe Rogan saying David Tamer. So I'm like, which is it? Is it Tamer or Tamer? I just say Tamer. I'll just say Tamer. Just for this. Just because I'm American and it's easy. Yeah, I was going to say. Plus, Dan Hardy says everything with like a little bit of Brit. A little bit of Brit. But yeah, man, I think that the, the last eye poke was definitely incidental. Doesn't he was matter. going to push off the head. Well, it does matter in certain contexts, right? <coughs> it shouldn't. Especially it if it's shouldn't. not mega blatant. Olivier hurt him with the right hand right there. Oh, Tamer lands as he exits, though. I love how Olivier is still being aggressive despite getting the living shit knocked out of him like a minute ago. Admirable. I think he thinks he can uh, outpace Tamer. Perhaps. He's cracking him with these straight rights. So we shall see. But I don't think uh, Oliveira is really known for that power. Oh, maybe oh. that right hook's there for Tamer. Oh! Spinning backfist attempt. Oliveira just sheerly walking him down. He's putting it on him now, which is nice to see. Absolutely. Especially since he got cracked like that and this is at 155 correct yes yeah that, i'm finally happy olivia is not trying to make 145 anymore it was such a violent weight cut <coughs> in the past absolutely astonishing but uh you know 155 that 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 weight class is always in a renaissance it's fucking murderer's row it's the it's the it's the worst weight class if you want to advance quickly, but it's the best weight class if you're looking for amazing fights. Yeah, definitely. And if you if as a fighter if you want like scraps, dude, that's the that's the weight class to go to. Those hooks are there for Tamer. Ooh, they were trading, baby. I th well, who do you think takes that first round? Uh, Oliveira for sure. <coughs> Ooh. If they really did take that point, then definitely. So you think ten nine? Yeah. Well, no, that'd be 10 8 then. Oh, yeah, 10 8. Oh, my fucking God. A point really adds a lot of stakes, man. It really does. It's huge. Because it's that would mean that Tamer, to tie him, to do have a tie bout, would have to, to win, win the, the next two, two rounds, rounds if yeah. Oliviera did, in fact, win this round. It's toughy. What do you think? I mean, Tamer did drop him for sure and had him hurt. But then you have to keep in mind, Oliveira was walking forward. They were both, like, landing in those exchanges. I'm not sure who was landing. Who? Oh, my God. He, like, hooked it in there. Dude, it was like a... I call that the scratch. Oh, he did poke him twice right there. Oh, it was a poke, not the glove? It was a poke. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Oof. Fucking sick left Straight hand. left from Tamer. I'm really liking the ESPN Plus cards, and I we can kind of talk about that partnership as the the second round kicks off here. Olivier is still wincing because of those eye pokes. Yeah, but how do you feel about the ESPN partnership so far? 
Uh, I think there's going to be an adjustment period given that a lot of the events are on ESPN Plus, and I know a lot of people have difficulty finding their, uh, well, just a lot of difficulty signing on to an online program like that. But guess, guess what? During the first card with uh, TJ Dillashaw and Henry Sudo, 580,000 people logged on to ESPN+. Plus. Really? Yes. That's why I thought it was so significant. That is huge. And then we've also been seeing that ESPN during basketball games, during actual NBA games, during breaks where teams call timeouts, they've been pimping fights. Oh, right hook from Oliviera. Oh, Tamer's hurt. Tamer's hurt. Tamer's, Tamer's hurt. hurt. They're going to end, end it here. here. He's done. He's done. Oh, no. Oh. Voice crack, dude. You good? <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. It's tapping right Oh, there. what the fuck? Did he lock up a Darce? Uh, or Anaconda? I haven't. I, it was Darce, for sure. That was so... What the... Did you see that Elastic Man dance at the end? Olivier is a fucking gangster. In Brazil, too. <laughs> what a superstar. Dear God. There are a lot of Just Bleed folks in Rio. I know. You're fucking... You got me monologuing, you sly dog. I was trying to watch this fucking <laughs> No, but that's awesome that ESPN Plus is doing so well. Oh, wow, that's cool. He's doing that with his coach. That's funny. <laughs> wow, his jiu-jitsu is that good. It's ridiculous. That's the way to success, though. If you want to, like, do well, and we saw this. That's what Aaron Pico should have done. He should have fucking, had, he, when he had his opponent hurt, utilize what you're best at that mitigates chance you're referencing aaron pico in See, a bellator fighter a step in elbow a step in elbow hurt him young prospect wow what a sleek step in elbow holy shit then he just swarms him bomb bomb yeah, the step in elbows what started all this the ref off. almost stepped in to stop it tamer goes for a body lock immediately standing he starts setting up the darce yeah it was a sick darce and Tony Ferguson has actually shown a lot of standing Darce setups on his Instagram, if you guys want to check that out. Whoa! Just ratchets it. Done. Good night, Irene. What the fuck? Was that an anaconda? It might have been an anaconda, dude. If he locked it on the outside, it was. Yeah, because it was tell. all the way through. Yeah, then it was. I, it's hard to tell from the way it was bending. He locked that up so fast. <coughs> I don't know what's wrong with my throat. But yeah, man, the UFC has been doing such a good job of promoting the fights that I kind of take back what I said where I felt like they were going to get muddied. And it actually looks like they're seeking to be partners with the UFC and really get their product out there, which I'm loving. You mean ESPN? What did I say? UFC. Well, no, I said they wanted to be partners with the UFC. You said the UFC wanted to be partners with the UFC. <laughs> well, the, well, obviously then, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I, I agree, you know, and I'm excited about that, especially since you said 580,000 people tuned in. That's gigantic. Yeah. And Con Conor McGregor even uh, uh, tweeted about it. Really? Wow. We'll have to look at that. I mean, just the fact that there's, there's advertising during an NBA game adds a lot of legitimacy. But I'm sure, inevitably, now that, they're on ESPN. You're going to get ESPN analysts who know little to nothing weighing in. But even then, even then, they're doing a really good job of creating opportunities for actual fight analysts to have careers at ESPN and to guide the ESPN analysts that are on staff. So what I saw in the first card with T.G. Dillashaw and Henry Cejudo was um, Stephen A. Smith asking Dominic Cruz I was and asking Michael Bisbang to break down fights. I'm not even... Not trying to do it himself yeah. like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp do, mm -hmm. but actually leaving it to them himself. That's what I really liked. And I'm not even a Stephen A. Smith fan, but... Neither uh, am I. What I saw from him was really, really great. He, he definitely took a backseat to the actual fighters 
and the experts, and he just displayed a real willingness to learn. And now it was just announced that uh, – um, oh, my God. That Gilbert Melendez and Dominic Cruz are going to have their own show on ESPN. Oh, that's awesome. Breaking down fights and uh, exploring paths to victory for different fighters. That is awesome. And there we have Michael Bisbing in the cage interviewing the fighters, baby. Hell yeah. I'm so happy for him. I'm happy he's having such a great career post-fighting. Post Absolutely. I think one of the main, the biggest fan moments for, uh, for UFC fans was when Michael Bisbing won the title. Oh, it's huge. Just because it was the guy who everyone thought, everyone said he was a joke. Everyone said he wasn't serious. In, well, no, seriously, everyone in the top five, you know what I'm saying. The fighters. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant Not that. fans. Fans love the guy uh, because of his mouth, because of his boxing. That mouth. <laughs> what that mouth do. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, the fighters, he who's kind of known as like the punchy guy with the bad eye. He's not He's not championship status. He's not going to be up here with us. Luke Rockhold says, you're not even close to my level in the press leading up to the fight on two weeks short notice. And then he gets fucking slapped. Bisbing steps in there and finishes him yeah. in the first round. You gotta love it. I mean, talk about a fucking Cinderella story. Oh, it's phenomenal. And then, you know, Michael Bisbing got that win back on Dan Henderson. Yeah, almost lost, though. That How was a was vicious that? fight, that dude. That was a crazy fight. You can tell Dan trained his ass off for that one. Definitely. What a win for Charles Oliveira. Holy fuck, man. He overcame a lot of adversity in this fight. Holy I mean, he's been doing that his entire career, man. Eye pokes, getting dropped like that. I mean, how many times have we seen this guy battered as shit? Yeah. And then guys just are like, oh, I'm going to go for the finish. I'm going to jump in his guard. And then next thing you know, you're fighting off eight submission attempts exactly. back to back to back. Exactly. But yeah, to, to finish commenting on that, I absolutely loved that he had David Tamer hurt and then went to what he's he's best at. And, and what he's best at mitigates damage... That he could take from his opponent. And it shows, Unlike what it we shows saw. maturity. Yeah, definitely. And Unlike, you, you were talking oh, about Aaron yep, Pico. Yeah. Yep, that's cool. <laughs> well, no, you said it earlier. And I I'm wanna... working to it. Unlike what we saw with Aaron Pico, where he had his opponent hurt and decided to stand in the middle of the octagon. And it's filling the gaps, though, really quick. For those who don't know who Aaron Pico is. Aaron Pico, young Bellator prospect, 22 yeah. years old, uh, was a college wrestler. He just got stopped. In his mm -hmm. Bellator bout, what? <laughs> he just got stopped in his Bellator bout because he had the guy hurt, moved in, and yeah, tried yeah. to finish him with clinch strikes. He cracked him with an uppercut, and then they both had a hold of each other's neck. Like Don Fry and Sakuraba. Exactly, but they were just punching each other to the body over and over again. And then his opponent just cracked him over the top. And he, Aaron Pico was out before he even hit the canvas. He immediately. Was like, immediately. Ugh, it was disgusting to watch. It's a real shame, too, because he has so much promise. And he's an amazing wrestler, so I just would have loved to have seen him crack him with that uppercut mm -hmm. and then immediately <clears throat> swarm him, take him down. If you guys are looking, if you guys are watching on ESPN+, Plus, we have Ninganu versus Velasquez, February 17th. You got to be excited for that fight, man. Francis Ninganu coming off of having his confidence shattered in the Stipe fight. Failing to find it in the Derek Lewis fight, and then finally coming back against Curtis Blades, and then you have Kane, who's been just racked with injuries, man, for the better part of five years. Five years, man. He's been fighting off stuff. His spine is in a cage. Then he has to get vertebrae fused. Then he has shoulder problems. It's Every time I look at Damian Maya, I just hear Joe Lozon saying that his boxing's the worst he's ever seen. 
<laughs> I went to a. I don't think it's the worst he's ever seen. That's what he said. Well, well, Joe Lozon comes from a gym where guys usually go to a boxing gym after well, they train MMA. You know. Yeah. Those Boston guys. But Damien Maya definitely looks like. Uh, you know what I hear when I watch a box? Oil can. Oil can. Oil yeah. can. I went to a Joe Lozon seminar and he was talking about how. Uh, Damian Maya is an absolute assassin on the ground, but his stand-up is just all about not taking damage and just getting to where he's best. I mean, and his game shows that. He's all about the smush. We Obviously. saw. You saw the Carlos Condon fight where he literally just dove at his crotch over and over again and smushed him within two minutes. Yeah, I expect him to submit Lyman Good here, for sure. I if mean, he, Lyman uh, Good is a really powerful yeah, guy. Assuming though. that Damian doesn't get knocked out, but he's pretty good at not getting hit now. I mean, he's, he's had yeah. a lot of time to work it, on it. Even if you're talking about, like, even in the Colby and Tyron fight, those guys were struggling to find him. Exactly. I mean, all those guys could focus on was defending the takedown and landing when they could. What the fuck kind of commercial is that? He just kicked his daughter right in the stomach. Jesus Christ. I love how like, the, the, the side effects in these commercials are always like, uh, death, depression, suicidal thoughts. Yeah. And then it's like, this was first stuff he knows. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shit happens. But, yeah, man. I Who would you say was the best so far on the card? I'm probably going to have to go with Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker's knockout for sure. Definitely. Just because you can tell that he's been grinding. And he looked good, man. He looked really athletic. We just saw him. This was his fight right after knocking out Cleo Roundtree, who had just knocked out Gokan Saki. Oh, that's who he finished last. Was, that bums me the fuck With out. Clint I Chubbles. love Cleo Roundtree. I really like Cleo Roundtree. He has a great story. He's so nice. That's what I like. And he's a good dude. Cleo Roundtree used to be 315 pounds. Yeah. And lost it all to become a UFC light heavyweight, man. That's insane that that many people watched on ESPN Plus. I'm astonished. Oh, it's pretty that. huge, man. And that's why that I think wild. they chose TJ Dillshaw and Henry Sudo for the first card. They're being really smart about this. Do they have the numbers on the actual ESPN card? Uh, on the actual, like, the prelims in between? Yeah, that was on the actual ESPN network and not only mm. online. Because I that's think what they I did. I think they did. Because the that's what I, I thought would be the biggest. You know what I mean? I feel like most people would just t turn their TVs on. And watch it. I think it did it's such a good job of like people were like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like um, when uh, the UFC was on Spike TV for the Ultimate Fighter, and you had the Stefan Bonner Forrest Griffin fight, which yeah. pretty much made the sport of MMA. Mm -hmm. I felt like the Henry Sudo TJ Dillashaw or the uh, Cowboy Cerrone versus Alexander Hernandez fight were kind of that same thing for casual fans mm -hmm. who were just like, "Yeah, I've heard of the UFC. I've heard of MMA. I haven't really seen it though." I'm curious to see the numbers for this card, though. That'll be really telling. Because... Because they're not as big of stars, but there are the it's the same level of talent on this card. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, not only that, but there was a week-long trial period. So I think people may have seen the card on ESPN and then been like, okay, well, I could just sign up for the free trial. Yeah, definitely. Watch the seven-day free trial like that. So we'll see, especially since this is a Brazilian card. Oh, that makes me sad, dude. And Lyman be, Good knocking out yeah, Ben Saunders. I don't, I don't like that at all. I'm a big Ben Saunders fan. Ben Saunders is such a nice guy. I'm a big Ben Saunders fan. And he fights out of Florida. And he's a 10th Planet guy. Yeah, so. Ben, love to have you on the show. 
Obviously. <laughs> Jesus, man. You think we're awkward now. Just get someone we're a fan of on the show. I'll just be like, yeah, I respect you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> be like those Midwestern guys when they need their football icons. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'll just be like, I promise Farley. my wife I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Do you remember when you hit the first Elma plot in the UFC? Oh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, that was so neat. That was cool. What's Eddie Bravo like? That's uh, awesome. How much do you like Nice from the clinch? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love... Damien Maya probably is one of the healthiest fighting philosophies I've ever heard. They did a really touching, like, docu-series mm-hmm. before his fight with Carlos Condon, I believe it was, where he was like, look, every time I fight... I don't want myself to be injured, and I don't want my opponent to be injured. He actually worries about injuring his opponents. Where he's like, I know that this is just a path of violence. That's what this career is. And he was like, I want to mitigate that for both me and my opponent. That's why I prefer to use jujitsu over everything. It's crazy to me. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you an absolute legend? He's like the only fighter I've heard of who, going into the fight, he worries about both his own health and the health of his opponent. He's like, I don't want either of us to get hurt. Yeah. I want to win, obviously, but he just wants to choke you unconscious really quick. And you yeah, know? you tap and it's done. You don't yeah. have to go to the hospital like uh, what Eddie Alvarez did to just Justin Gaethje. Wow, that is a powerful back tattoo. Where he hit him with 10,000 strikes. What's on his back? The, his whole back is just, I don't even know what it is, but the whole thing. Oh my, oh my God. Little meathead tactics right there. A little bit. If my trainer slap, if my coach tried to do that, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'm about uh, yeah, to fight you. <laughs> I was gonna say, if my trainer slapped me in the face multiple times, I'd be like, "Hey, we're fighting, I guess." <laughs> Especially like that, because that that's not my kink. That doesn't get me ready to fight. That would upset me. I'd be like, "Hey, coach, Ow. what the fuck, dude?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Come on, man." You checking my chin before I go in there? I want you to see this guy's back tattoo. Not mad at Lyman Good's beard though. Powerful beard. You can tell he uses a. How many fucking beard, beard waxes or beard beers. wax? Like oils. They have that uh, Dollar Beard Club now. I bet it smells like rosemary. <laughs> That's not even a manly spice. Doesn't matter. It would Are be you trying like, to attra- attract men? I know it'd be like fucking. What's what's the manliest? Just like a thorny bush. That's what it should smell like. Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know thistle. Like what do you tumbleweed? What do you tumbleweed, want? Tumbleweed. That's like? exactly. It. I I want my beard to smell like tumbleweed. That's awesome. Then you're a cowboy for sure. A gay cowboy. <laughs> yeah, assless chaps for days. Like Jake Gyllenhaal, gay cowboy. Then you're Damian Maya looking lean, baby. Brokeback Mountain style. Damian Maya's looking real lean. Getting by every year on a couple high altitude fucks. <laughs> you have a fascination with Brokeback Mountain that I will never understand. It's the acting. Don't flatter yourself. I mean, it's a great acting dub. I'm not gay. But I've never seen it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, the Seinfeld. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course, of course. Damien Maya Walter Waite. Where he should be. I think we're going to see a smush fuck here. Like he did against Carlos. Real quick. It depends on how strong Lyman is in the clinch. And whether or not he has a good sprawl. And whether or not... Uh, Father Time gave Damian Maya a big old hug in between fights. I mean, every fight it looks like Father Time took his joints and just took a small hammer and just hammered really? them during the night. Like a bunch of cobbler elves when Damian Maya sleeps after training, just coming with tiny joints? hammers and hit his joints. I think they fucking derma roll his face. 
His face looks like <laughs> his face looks like a leather seat. Yeah, they give him an acid <laughs> facial every time. And I'm a huge Damien Maya fan. Stipulation. Love He's it. like the nicest guy ever. I think it's just. It's like Damien. His face isn't that bad, Dick. Literally, it's a joke. Don't yeah. make it real. Damien Maya <laughs> and Junior Dos Santos. They're like the two nicest guys. Yeah, Dos Santos still looks like Shrek. Both Brazilian for which sure. Is he does. Somebody, Somebody he wants. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> just break out into song. <laughs> Oh my god. Lyman Good, he does not look six foot. He doesn't. He looks. Maybe it's because his body's. If I had to guess, he's like 20 pounds heavier than Maya in there right now. His body's proportional, that's why. Well, you can tell he's rehydrated really heavily, man. Yeah. What are you trying to get at? I love when he's. I'm saying he, he looks, doesn't look six he looks, he looks heavier than Damian Maya. He looks right heavier. Now. Looks full. Looks. Well, that's like that's a big Hot. factor. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> he looks. <laughs> no, oh, I said that. <laughs> I said, look at his bowl. It's just aggressive, just like he looks. <laughs> <laughs> he looked great. I mean, no, no, no. What I'm, I'm having trouble focusing. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And speaking of that, TJ Dillashaw was on the Joe Rogan Experience. They were talking about uh, rehydration for the Cejudo fight. Yeah. And walking into that fight, after weighing it at 125 pounds, Dillashaw weighed 149 fight night. Yeah. I love when TJ Dillashaw goes on the podcast. It's just he, he kisses Dwayne's and fucking Sam Calvita's ass. So it's literally just TJ going, they're the best people. in the It reminds world. me of Tommy Toehold. Where it, he does the character like Coach Dwayne, Coach Dwayne, can I get some sketty <laughs> after I get this win? Can we go to Can we go to the Pizza Palace after I get this next win, Coach Dwayne? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> I want to. I want Photoshop Steve to make like a Photoshop of just a couple, and it's Sam Calavita and Dwayne Ludwig with TJ Dillashaw. I mean, he has a point though. He does have two of Definitely. the best coaches in the world right now, Definitely. and especially when they're devoted on. Uh, uh, a lot to him. We are underway. 452. Damian Maya actually looks pretty fresh 50. on the feet. You can tell he's been working his shuttle box. Oh, yes. They've been fighting for 10 seconds. How can you tell? That's cool, though. He does look all right. He's standing. Lyman Good, though, is coiled, man. Shoot your shot. Wow. Lyman Good, though, trying to land strikes instead of defending the takedown initially. Terrible idea. Oh, oh. But he's, he's getting back, back up. up. And he's down again. He's doing a good job of trying to snake the legs work out. Work to the cage. Work to the cage. Wow. This, Back the, up. Damien Maia allows for almost no separation. It's actually unreal. Well, what's the name of the game in jiu-jitsu, baby? It's all about the smush. Especially person, Damien Maia's game. Damien Maia's game is very... It's dominant. Yeah. If you're attacking, you want to minimize space. And if you're trying to defend, you want to create it. Get all those crazy... Setups like Oliviera gets, but wow, look at the... Oh, he's got the back. And the end is near. If he can do a mat return. Oh, oh my god! Damien's Myers Jiu-Jitsu is so good. The end is That near. is so good. Did you see uh, that back about, take? He's about to tap. Damien Maya has a squeeze. Did you is... see that back take? And he has a body triangle. Oh my god, Damien. The end is near. Lyman good though, no quitting him. Oh, the end is near. Damien no. Maia... Well, let's just say this. He might be able to survive, but Damien's going to be on his back for 3 minutes and 23 seconds. Lyman's doing a good job of peeling the top hand. Essentially yeah. turning Damien's choke the into a one-arm on, choke. Yeah, the two-on-one is good. But no. Oh, no. Oh, he's trying to get the choking arm now. Lyman, let's see what he can do here. 
He is doing a good job defending, actually. But, but he has three minutes. Damian Maia has three minutes, and he has the bag, and he shows no signs of getting off. The end is, he's not going to win this It's fight. on the chin. Oh, it's a, He's not going to win this fight. It looks like it's on the chin right now, though. There literally could not be a worse person to have on your back right now. He looks so comfortable on that dude's back. It's not even fair. It's really not. Straight so up good. jungle gym status. <laughs> I think it's going to be a whole lot of this if uh, Lyman's able to survive for two and a half minutes. This is one of my favorite B-Horror movies, Anaconda. It's fucking unreal. Oh. Oh. He's squeezing That's so under. Hard. That's under. Just happened. Yep. Wow. Damien Maya gets the rear naked choke from standing back position. Brutalness, dude. Oh, my God. Literally like a snake. And do you see the way he contracts his, like, abs? They have, like, black belts like that. You think you can squeeze hard? It's a next-level feeling. It's not even... Getting squeezed by blue belts is like, no! Yeah. I don't even want to be squeezed. Black belts are also so nice, though, to, like, to white belts like us. It's not, That yeah. we never feel that death squeeze. Yeah, there's just, just a kind of precision to their squeeze. And, and I've said this about Damian Miles. When he's grappling, look at how he, like, coils in his abdomen. It's almost like he's creating pressure with it all the time. Yeah, definitely. Like, look at that. He's like, look at the space between Lyman Good and Damian Maia on the back. How many times have we seen fighters leave so much space and get thrown off? That's what happens the majority of the time in that standing back position. Oh, my goodness. That's a squeeze right there. That's an awkward fight for Lyman Good. Especially since he just taps and then he just walks off completely fine. I love that in fights, though. Well, Damian Maia Lyman's mitigated the damage. Exactly. Damian Maia's healthy as shit. Lyman he could fight Good again could, tonight. Lyman Good could as well. Lyman could, Good could fight again as well. Exactly. That's what's so great about Damian's game, like we were saying before. He doesn't want to hurt these guys. Nope. Why would I want to uh, lower the longevity of your career? But he got that money and the W. Oh, yeah. You know we're all about that money, baby. Getting that bag. Extra money scooped that up. Bags. Shout out to Chris Leo. Now, Jose Aldo's up next. This car's been flying. Oh, my God. Well, we were also <laughs> the first a, little, a little short off the start, but... You know who's on time? Nerds. Fucking nerds, dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Damian Maya looked very good. I'm a big fan of his. I'm happy to see him get the win. Who's up next? Jose Aldo versus Hanato Moicano. Who do you like? Who do you like? Hard In to bet one? against Jose. It's hard to bet against Jose. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to bet against him. What's up, Thomas Kosher in the ch Facebook chat? How's it going? Just a quick note. We are streaming on all four major platforms. That's Twitch, that's YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. On Twitter. So you guys can get us pretty much anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. You could subscribe to our YouTube channel it's as well. Most ideal. Bucket of Wind on YouTube. Just search Bucket of Wind on YouTube comes right up, baby. We have 60 subscribers. But Ninganu versus... Be the 61st. <laughs> but Ninganu <laughs> versus Velasquez is such an interesting matchup because I want to see how Kane can come back, especially against such a dangerous opponent. Because his last fight was the Travis Brown fight, which was a UFC 200. Absolutely. The stakes could not be higher, especially when you have a cage around your spine. Oh yeah, man. He needs to like uh, foot to the uh, foot to the pedal. And there have been on. there have been some serious gaps in between fights. His last fight was at UFC 200, and then the fight before that was like 
another year-long gap. And then the fight before that was, like, almost two because he's just been getting surgeries nonstop. And Kane has had 147 surgeries. <laughs> 100, no, it's, okay. it's, it's a an joke. <laughs> I was going to say, what is he, the man from Operation? It exactly. makes no sense. <laughs> but, Wow. And when I He's second all-time. Damian Maia is second all-time for wins in the UFC behind Donald Cerrone. Absolutely. He's been doing it forever. He's been fighting since you've been born. <laughs> See, the good thing about Bisping doing this, he can get his eye fixed now. Right? I'm looking forward to that and not seeing the dead eye all the time. <laughs> he is hilarious. His podcast is good, too. Oh, it's great. I'm a fan of Jose Aldo. So Farouk in the Facebook chat is saying, I'm a fan of Jose Aldo, but his time is over. I would like to see actually Jose make another run at the title because you're talking about, this is a story of redemption. Do I, do I think that he has it in him? Possibly. Yeah, definitely. It depends on his performances, right? I don't think he's over the hill by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. He just finished Jeremy Stevens, who is a very tough guy. Usually when you go punch for punch with Jeremy Stevens, you end up unconscious so for the fact, just because he beat him, I'm willing to believe in Jose Aldo. And think about this path of redemption. If he goes from getting KO'd by Conor McGregor in 13 seconds, then goes to losing uh, uh, to Max Holloway twice, if he can come back from all that and actually regain the title, holy shit. That, that's, a, that's huge. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that he's definitely over the hill. I don't think he'll hold the title again. but You I think he's over the hill? Yeah, definitely. I don't think he'll hold the title again. I think his best years, his prime, is now behind him. But I still think he's an elite fighter, and he has a few years left in his career. And he could still have an amazing fights like this. He could still fight Hanato Moicano and probably win. And he could, he could, he's a top. I mean, Hanato Moicano is a motherfucker, dude. I think his only losses are to Brian Ortega and one other fighter. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Moicano was on here. a massive win streak before he fought Brian Ortega, too. But yeah, I, I definitely think uh, he's still an elite fighter. Who in the top five of that uh, featherweight division do you think gives Jose Aldo a tough time and beats him? Mm, that's a tough question, really. You know, because you have Cub Swanson in there who's lost to Jose Aldo. Mm -hmm. I don't know. See, and Cub's another guy where it's like... He's still having how amazing much, fights, but can he how challenge much longer for the title? are we going to be doing this with the title runs? Well, he's now working at the training lab with Sam Calavita. Hasn't he been there though? Hasn't he? he? He was there during his when he lost to Ortega, right? I'm pretty sure he was. Was he? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But I thought he's been there for a little bit. Kevin Gaslam looking like a heavyweight Absolutely. in the mitts. Absolutely. Wouldn't have it any other way. He looks like he's always about to throw up when he's training because he literally just ate a chalupa. And, <laughs> he's, and now he's hitting mitts, so he's like, oh, fuck. I just picture him laying outside, and he's like, is that a scone stand? <laughs> and his trainer's like, is that a food truck? Calvin, come on. Is that a food truck? You, <laughs> you fight in a week. What are you doing? Hey, why don't you calm the fuck down? But one thing about Calvin that is true is he's a competitor, man. And he really rises to his level of competition, which I love to his see. His boxing is so crisp. And you want to talk about a guy who's game as fuck. Whitaker. But no, he is... Uh, well, I was talking about Kevin, but I think he is the toughest challenge of his career yet in Whitaker. Because <laughs> Whitaker, I genuinely don't think, short of knocking him out or killing him... You have to, you have to knock him unconscious. You're not going to get him out of the cage. He is so good. And he has the worst luck ever. Every single fight, he, like, shatters both his hands. 
Yeah, and he breaks both of his insteps. But if we're talking about MMA integration, oh, I don't want to see him hurt uh, fucking Tim Kennedy like that. That Kelvin Tim Kennedy fight was brutal. Tim Kennedy and Bisping on the highlight reel right there. That Oof. hurts my feelings. But, um, no, man. Oof, Tim, no! But uh, Robert Whitaker, man, this guy, you want to talk about MMA integration? All disciplines being wound up into one fighter? He's as close as you can get to a black belt in MMA. And he's a huge fan of Bethesda. Oh, yeah, plays Fallout all the time. Plays Fallout all the time. Not Fallout 76, though. Yeah. Those limey fucks. Those pieces. Don't don't even get me started, dude. Almost heaven. And I I just get so mad because of the potential. Do you not get it? <laughs> the potential's there for an, ama- an amazing game. And what do you do? You piss it away, and then you face fuck me with microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but didn't you get to fight the Mothman? It's so cool, bro. Yeah, okay, what, the AI? The, every, every other ghoul is fucking T-posing, because the game's not finished. That's bad. Oh, God. The fight... That I'm more excited for <laughs> on that card is... I know, dude. I, I was about to go on a full stroke protocol. So smile. <laughs> <Yeah>. smile. <laughs> the fight that I'm more excited for is Israel Adesanya versus Anderson Silva. Because that's that ultimate kickboxer. That's going to be a huge fight that will define the rest of Anderson Silva's career. We're going to find out whether or not... He's still got he's it. He's still got it. Because if he loses... In emphatic fashion, it's going to be like... But Chael Sonnen brought up a good point. For sure, retire. Israel Adesanya is the first guy who's going to willingly strike with uh, Anderson Silva. Mm -hmm. He's going to actually have to play Anderson's game. Most of the time, you watch Anderson's fights, the guys are either trying to dive into his crotch or just bulldog him the entire time in the clinch. Bulldog those nuts, yep. Well, the bulldog him in the clinch the the entire time. Okay. But bulldog him in the clinch the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. And Anderson's constantly have to fight on the back foot, fighting, throwing punches while backing up. Which and is what he's good at, though. No, but Adesanya's the first kid who's willing to play that kickboxing game that he always wanted to play. Mm-hmm. That no one's been able to beat Anderson at. Every guy who's played that game has went to sleep. Yeah, Anderson Silva's probably the best counterpuncher in the world ever. So, well, it'll be interesting to see. Well, he was at one time anyway. We'll see if he's still got it. That's what we're going to I mean, out. he beat Brunson. Yeah, but that matchup is... Terrible for Brunson. Yeah, Brunson, a guy who normally rushes in Runs and knocks at people you, out. And then guess what Anderson Silva does? Knocks people out who, who like, run at him. So, yeah. Shout out Forrest Griffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally running at him. Literally running at him. And then Anderson's just like, whoop, pink. Right on the chin. Who, you Robin Black? Yep. Oh, right. Bink. Robin Black, one of my breakdown. Look at these lines. Look at bink. these lines. Look at these lines. Pink, pink. Shout out Robin Black. Why can't I get a job? Dude, Robin Black's good. <laughs> Fuck you. How dare you? I can't either. Relax. Relax. I was gonna say, dude, what are you gonna shit on Jimmy Smith next? You monster. I'm pretty sure they knew that they weren't gonna sign him again, right? He knew yeah. that. Well, because they had it. so many people on staff already. You want to talk about a packed house? And they're. It's so cool. You pointed this out before. That the UFC is one of those few organizations that have people who are like elite fighters actually commentating the sport. You don't really see that a lot from like even the NFL. They do it pretty well because you see people who have just left the sport at a high level commentating. Exactly. Tony Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Romo. 
doing it as well. But it's just so interesting to see. You have people, Tyron Woodley can actually be on the desk analyzing what's going on right now in his own division, and he is the champion. You don't see anything like it. Tyron Woodley has kind of been one of the biggest champions to kind of pull back that curtain and show people what's going on in his training. He has his own YouTube series called like the champ camp or something oh it's great I where he gives you a peek into his own life and his training regimen it's pretty awesome it's hard to watch that and then not be a fan and root for him in the fight because he's such a hard-working guy i feel like you could be fighting tyron woodley start watching the champ camp and be like damn dude i kind of want kind of want tyron, tyron, want tyron <laughs> he's just such a wholesome dude yeah he's a good guy but, but wow those are some big liberty mutual calves <laughs> damn damn tm so you like Jose in, in this fight? I mean... You just want to see what if happens? If I'm betting the house, I'm going to bet it on Moicano. Just because oh, he's shit. a young guy who has a oh, lot of shit. great victories. But Jose Aldo, I would like to see him win. I would like to see Jose win too. Just because I'm a Jose fan. Especially after what that asshole bodyguard did. After the Connor fight. Oh my god, went in the locker room that was and that filmed was, him. That whoever did that is a real piece of shit. You are you're a piece of shit person, and I want for those bad of you who don't to know, to you. Uh, the guard who uh, works at the venue where Josie Aldo fought Conor McGregor took the videotape, the the security footage of Josie Aldo in the shower after the fight, and put it up online to fuck with him, which I think is uh, not cool. It's a real dick move because the guy just lost his world and loses world. He got knocked out in 13 seconds after a dominant decade as a champion. Yeah, but that's not his world. He, I mean, he, that's a massive blow to your legacy. It, yeah, exactly. I think that's a better way to say it than lost his world. Well, no. When you're a champion, it's a whole new world you're living in. His career. You're getting his press cr- junkets. His you're career getting... got seriously fucked with. Everything he'd been working for up until that point was kind of shattered professionally. And you're going to film him in a, in a very weak moment. You're a bad purse, dude. You're a terrible yeah, person. Definitely. Before this next fight kicks off, I'll be right back. I'm going to go fuel up. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you do that. And then we have the main event coming up after this. Rafael Sunsal versus Marlon Marais, the magic man. Very nervous for that fight because I'm a huge Marlon Marais fan. Ever since he fucking killed Aljamain Sterling with the weirdest knee kick I've ever seen in my life. Is it a knee? Is it a kick? Kind of a knee. But he... Threw a kick. It was phenomenal. That and he's impossibly jacked. And he really shouldn't even be fighting at 135 because he's enormous. He's really big for the weight class and very, very strong. We're looking at B-roll of Moicano hitting mitts by the ocean. Interesting. Damn, son. I'm looking forward to these two fights. I can't imagine how they must feel fighting in Brazil, where it's like a whole country that just gets around fighting in a, in a way that the U- U.S. does not. Like these, the, like Jose Aldo, he's a superstar in Brazil. He has a, a movie made about him, and apparently it was huge over there. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll probably check it out here soon. He's enormous, and he, apparently Jose Aldo was amazing at soccer. And if he were to not go, have gone into fighting, he would have been a or tried to have been a soccer player. He's, apparently, he's really good, and he's friends with a lot of people on the national team and stuff. I don't know. 
it's really hard to bet against Jose Aldo, in my opinion, because he's fighting for so much. He's come so far. He's beaten so many amazing fighters already. And that Jeremy Stevens fight, to drop Jeremy Stevens like that with a body shot and just finish him, <clears throat> it's crazy. People don't just do that. But Moicano, he's hungry. He's, he's up and coming. It'll be really, really interesting to see. What's up? What is up? Don't call it a comeback. But as I was saying, yeah, Rafael Moicano, dude, has been... Uh, I've watched a lot of his fights. He's a, he's a really sleek guy. Renato. Renato? Yeah. Did I ha say Renato? You said... Uh, no, you said Rafael. Oh, fuck, dude. The sunsets got me fucked up. Walk into the octagon, baby. <laughs> Walk into the octagon. You know what we can talk about in the meantime? How do you feel about Sage Northcutt being lost? The UFC failing to re-sign him and him going to one championship. Which now makes the list of American fighters in one championship. Demetrius Johnson, Eddie Alvarez, Sage Northcutt. I think it's a problem. I think it illustrates that the UFC definitely has difficulty managing stars uh they've had trouble with it in the past right he's on a three fight win streak three or four fight win streak i can't recall he's only lost two fights right brian barbarena and mickey gall mm -hmm. um and i think those were really big learning experiences for him he looked good in his last fight when he fight zach otto yeah uh he looked really good he's looking strong um he was training out of uh team alpha male right or do you switch camps before the zach otto fight no, he's still team alpha. Team, yeah, he looked really good. He switched up camps. Um, I don't know. I really don't know why they wouldn't resign him. Maybe it was a money issue, and one just made him an alpha he couldn't refuse. I but could see that. I definitely could see that, too. They're trying to break into the U.S. market while the UFC is trying to do the exact opposite and push into the Asian foreign and foreign markets. So, I mean, it's a he, problem. Here's the thing. Especially since Sage, Sage Northcourt was such a prospect. Yeah, he's a big star. He's already got a huge reach. And he's like, what, 22, 21? So young. It's so crazy. for them to lose him, I'm kind of like, wow, you let a guy who has a very bright future. He's only yeah. lost two fights, and they were very formative experiences for him. Mm -hmm. And to let him go seemed kind of like a big premature. mistake. Big mistake, I think. Not, not, yeah, exactly. Not only premature, it was just a mistake. I don't even think he deserved to, to be released. Like, like I said, he's on a three or four fight win streak. Absolutely. Doesn't make sense. And I still think he's near that top. You know, he could he could be, could potentially be a champion in the UFC. Yeah, definitely. His striking's extremely dynamic. He's fast. His wrestling is getting better all the time. He just really needs to work on his submission defense and not getting cracked by uh, striking on the feet. And he's there. I absolutely. And he's a lot of time to develop. Like we said, he's fucking like he probably just turned twenty two or something. Yeah, if they lost Mickey Gall or like Randy Brown, I'd rage. <laughs> yeah. Those There's that famous body shot against Jeremy Stevens that dropped him in Jose's last fight. Absolutely incredible. He d he looked great. Really, really great. He's so fast. It'll be interesting to see how this fight plays out. Very explosive. 
And we know that he's just been working overtime ever since he's got the win over Jeremy Stevens. Believes he can make a real run again in the division. Those losses to Max Holloway really hurt, though. Because <sighs> Max Holloway looked so good in those fights. He looked fights. so good. Just, like, Max Holloway in his past three fights has just looked completely in control. I mean, you saw what he did to Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega was sleeping everyone. Everyone was getting finished against him. Mm-hmm. Even Frankie Edgar. And Max Holloway just beat the shit out of him. It was really bad. That's and the now, only way you can say it, too. I just hope uh, that his next opponent doesn't sleep on him because Max Holloway beat him so badly. Yeah, I think that'd be a terrible mistake. To think that Brian Ortega is... Uh, 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 lesser than or a lesser than challenge because of that. Mm-hmm, uh, definitely, and I feel like a lot of a lot of people, especially fans who are a bit more casual, uh, that was their first exposure to Brian Ortega, which is a fucking mistake. Which is a damn shame because, because you're talking to a guy who's killer. standing guillotine Cub Swanson. I mean, the dominance this dude has showed in his unreal, especially against young against Swanson, where he had the guillotine and then he let go of it. To make it tighter. He let go of it and then cinched it back up. I mean, that you just don't see that. Don't see it. I completely agree. But Max Holloway, dude, talk about a guy who has just a complete game. Complete game. And he doesn't even have to use it. I mean, did you see... And one of the things that I thought was so interesting about that fight, he stayed orthodox for three rounds. And then the fourth round, he started switching stances and just completely let his hands go. And it was like a video game. He's phenomenal. The trouble is... Uh, that's a huge weight cut for him. And you, we all know he loves cupcakes, it's self-described. A huge, it's a huge weight cut. And I don't know if it's he spars a lot in training or if he's taking a lot of damage in his fights. But um, when he was doing that interview with Bisping and he just seemed off, I think it, obviously the weight cut was having some effect on his cognitive ability. Well, but he seemed here, out of it, like here's concussed what I will say. out of it. Here's what I will say. Um, the, the doctor who presided over some of his weight cuts has said that um, when he was showing this concussion-like symptoms, it was because of a lack severe of water. Dehydration, yeah. Severe dehydration. And it was con- it was causing concussion-like symptoms. So I don't well, think he I hope that it was dehydration yeah. and not actual concussions, like repetitive concussions. So I, I hope we oh, hope not. Fight's underway. By Moicano and Aldo are out there. If you guys want to watch with us at home. 449, 48. 47, 46. Why kind of big for the yeah, weight class? I know. Class. He looks a lot bigger than Jose. Big for the weight class. Jose Aldo starting with a jab, though. He always does. He's that very unique style. Like, you could show me a silhouette of Jose Aldo in a fight, and I, I could probably guess that that's Jose Aldo. Mm-hmm. He always shakes that lead hand like like it's hot or something. <laughs> You see? Feeling each other out. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, you know, a fighter I'm really excited for, Derek Lewis. He has his return plan to the Octagon. Yeah, I hope he doesn't hurt his back in this most boring fight of all time. That'd be a real <laughs> when shame. Derek Lewis comes healthy, though, man, you're in for a fucking Oh, treat. shit. This is a great straight right for Morikano. And then another fight that just completely jumps off the page is uh, Anthony Lionheart Smith versus John Jones in early March. You want to know why it jumps off the page? 
Why? Because I think John Jones gets to show off his excellence once again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's a great opportunity for John to show how gigantic that gap is between he and another top fighter at 205. I think the only fight... That, oh, shit. The only fight that makes sense for John Jones, the only fighter I think they could give him a chance, like a struggle, would be Daniel or Stipe. DC at heavyweight. Daniel or Stipe at heavyweight. I think the only two fighters that give him a genuine, like, struggle. Yeah, his his distance control was so masterful against Gustafson that I have an extremely difficult time ma- saying that anyone beats him. Beats him. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's almost impossible for me to do either. I can't imagine. Oh, a, he missed a kick and almost fell. What was that? I think he just whiffed, and Moicano just ran at him after he whiffed. Interesting. Moicano looks absolutely massive in there, and he's flowing really yeah, well. Yeah, he is. Doesn't look stiff. Looks like he's doing a good job of reading and reacting to Jose. Like when Jose rushes in with that kind of blitz style. Mm-hmm. Rather than just backing up and avoiding damage. Hanato's like looking for check left hooks and stuff. Oh, my kind of... Uh, he, he's looking for reactions he's, out of Jose. Yeah, he's reading him. Or attempting to, at the very least. Whoa, Jose goes for that body shot that he dropped Stevens with. But gets hit and it's knocked off target. Oh, good Ooh, work to the body. Great body shot. Damn. Ripping into it. Two two hooks. Moikana's doing a phenomenal job of ke- uh, checking that leg kick. And that's really important when, when one fights Jose Aldo. Because his leg kicks are so phenomenal. Well, he was almost a pro footballer. Yeah, I mentioned that while you were... Uh, Fueling up, yeah. so to speak. You got that soccer kick status. Yeah. Good head movement from Moicano and Jose. Hemel Matt. <laughs> Hemel Matt. <laughs> thank, thank you, Edgar. Hemel. <laughs> You're welcome. Dude, oh my god, Glendale Fight Club. Fighting club, run! Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Unless you're trying to like lose some LBs, I guess. <laughs> Unless you're Armenian. Yeah. I heard that's a great camp because he speaks it. <laughs> Even then, I'd say go to Jackson. Definitely. It's good for your like a cardio boxing class. Yeah, that's pretty much it. His boxing doesn't have a good track record. I was going to say, even then, your boxing's not competitive. (laughs) I mean, it looks good when you hit the mitts. Yeah. Looks real fresh. (laughs) He'll have you believe in you're a world champion. (laughs) And then you fight Amanda Nunes. You're like, what? What the fuck? Then you fight Holly Holm and you'll be like, what about this? Check this out. What do I do about these kicks? And he's like, just move your head. Jose's so fast. They're both, dude. So just feeling each other out that round. No yeah. real significant strikes. I mean, if you're talking about the most significant strikes, I think Moicano landed a couple of straight rights that were hard. Jose landed a couple of good hooks to the body. A few good leg kicks, a lot of which were checked, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they score that for. I think it's definitely a swing round. It's going to be a swing round for sure. I don't think you could, like, in good confidence be like, that was an obvious decision. Mm-hmm. 
which you know that a lot of MMA fans are wanting to do. I would say some of the most biased fan base in the world are MMA fans. Definitely. It's, yeah. Especially, it's such an individual sport that it's difficult to not be biased because you gravitate toward one fighter and then it's going to sway your perception. Absolutely. And we were kind of talking about that when um, uh, every time we talk about Khabib, even when we say, even oh, when we say that oh. he wins every matchup, even when it's we painful. say that. It's painful. Even when we say that, his we say fan, anything fans, negative. You, say, you, you don't even have to be that critical. You could just say, oh, I don't think he wins that fight. And people will just, you piece of fucking shit, stupid ass. Like they think you're missing that's something. A, that's a legitimate equation. comment. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I could it's be wholly wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Or you could, uh, people have gotten negative feedback for not giving him enough credit. Be like, I think he wins. And then, and like, then they'll be like, you don't you, believe in him you enough? Fucking don't believe like, him? Yeah. Like, say how he wins. Yeah. Say it's dominant. Okay. Say he finishes him and you're okay. like, Jesus. Oh, shit. Oh, Jose landing power hooks. Hanato's hurt. Power hooks. Hanato's hurt. Hanato's hurt. Don't get carried away. Don't get carried away, Jose. Clubbing, clubbing, Hanato Moicano is Jose Aldo. Two huge uppercuts. And That's it's it. over. Jose Aldo wins Jose for Aldo TKO. Wins. And a TKO. Wow. Jose Aldo just jumped into the fucking stands. He jumped in there with his people. That's awesome. That's awesome. WME is definitely going to find him. That's cool. Do you get fined for that? I don't know. Probably not, dude. Come on. Just let the Maybe not in Brazil. I was going to say, he's Jose Aldo in Brazil, baby. What a fucking finish. Jesus. He jumped on him. That was crazy. Talk about not giving a guy a chance to recover. Fuck me. Yeah, like I said, he's definitely still an elite fighter. And guys, Moicano Moicano is a next level talent. He might have enough in the gas tank for one more title run. I really think that. I said it before the fight. I think he does, man. And I would love to see him do it. That's, That's one thing that people don't really take into consideration. I don't think he's in his prime anymore, but it's a different kind of story when you have a step to give. You know what I mean? Like, he's so good that even if he's not in his prime anymore, he could still be the best. It's Jose Aldo, man. He yeah. was dominant for a decade. So, oh, man. That That's a tough fight for Moicano. Sad Moicano is sad. <laughs> it's the new meme instead of the crying Cormier. Yikes. Dude, that was so... It all started with That's that. another thing that I don't... Oh, the body shot opened up the head again for Jose. Crazy left hook. These body shots are opening up the head. Look at that. And then he did a great job of mixing it up. Oh, then that knee. Oh, he's done. He's done. It's over. Oh. That's, what ha- that's like a boxing stoppage. If you get punched 14 times well, in you're the just head there and you don't answer hit. back. And you saw he was just trying to move out of the way. Get out of the way. Absolutely. That's done. That's a good stoppage. I think so. Plus, you save Moicano a lot of damage. Yeah. You don't he, need to see a guy starch to know that he's he's not okay. Definitely. Jose Aldo looks Great sportsmanship. Phenomenal. That's awesome. This card's been flying by. What time is it? It's only 10. Oh, oh my all, God, dude. They're all stoppages. ESPN is just like, hey, the, oh, another knockout? Cool. Yeah. Let's get this show on the fucking road. <laughs> they're like, we are ESPN. Well-oiled machine. That's another thing. You know who doesn't do this? Bellator. Dude. Every time we do a Bellator watch party, every time... We, I love I love. Fighting, I, I, I give a look to Mason it's that's... Like, wow. Hey, we've been here a long time, huh? <laughs> that it, one we... The biggest mistake we ever did for the one that we did um, with uh, Matt 
We did a five-hour one because we watched Fuck the prelims and the main me, card. Dude. It was five and a half hours, and we came halfway through the prelims. Even the ones that aren't that long, it's like two and a half hours, but it feels so much longer. Because they put a 30-minute block in between exactly. each fight. Of a 20, commercials. A 20 to 30-minute block of commercials in between each fight, and it's like, hey, man, I at least want to see some analyst desk footage in between that, or I want to jump at least to a highlight reel of the fighters mm -hmm. before they fight. And it's just they don't do that extra bit of production that the UFC and the cuts to commercials after the fights are perfectly in, timed. Immediate, immediate. In Bellator, they're immediate. In the UFC, they're perfectly timed. Exactly. To where you see enough happen to where you're like, okay, cut away and come back with the decision. Mm -hmm. But the Bellator, it's like, oh, as soon as the, fight the bell stops, rings, commercial, and it's yep. like, guys, I want to see how the fighters react post fight. None of that. Ah, oh, so happy for Jose. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Poor Hanato. Poor Hanato. Still. still. Very happy for... Oh my god, he did the Fortnite dance. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus, he just did the take the L dance. Plus he did it incorrectly. Yikes. Oh well, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You know what? He's Sedat is shit Not though. 12, yeah. Don't expect him to know it by heart. Absolutely fantastic. You know, I didn't know how he was that big of a star in Brazil, man. Yeah, he dude. had a he had a fucking biopic. Biopic during his career. He had a biopic. Still alive. That blows me away. And apparently, it did really well. Yeah, I think it was called like Fighting for Life or something like that. I don't know. Translations are weird sometimes. Yeah, Le Campion. Yeah. For the I trained the shuto box. So who do you like in the main event? Rafael Sunsal versus Marlon Moraes. Marlon Moraes. You already know, baby. Yeah. This guy has been the Shaolin monk. Just fucking walking in there, looking like the kid from Shaolin Showdown. He does look dropping like Shaolin everyone. Monk, I didn't even see that, but now I won't be able to unsee it. The way he knocked out uh, the Funk Master. Oh, Aljamain Sterling. That was brutal. Were you listening to me while you were gone? No. I talked about all this. Really? Covered it, yeah. Knee to the head. It was like the weirdest knee kick thing I've ever seen. Well, he threw a kick and, and, and Aljamain was going in for the shot. And the knee landed and it absolutely murdered him. Hey, he's dead. He's <laughs> dead. It's terrible. There it's were terrible. no more punches needed after that shit. Hey, security guy, film Jose now, you fuck. Bitch. Yeah, I was going to say, he's just going to be fucking his wife in the background. Film the jubilation. The in, jubilation. And the semen, I guess, because of what you said. <laughs> the jubilation of semen. That's awesome. Dude, Bisping with the fresh fade. I was going to say, and the fresh, like, look at that. Look at that shirt, dude. That's a good fabric. He sat down and was like, fuck me up, fam. <laughs> and they were like, say no more. <laughs> say no more, I got you. <laughs> That's a badass fade. And then he went to, like, fucking Van Heusen who was like, give me the best you have. <laughs> he went into fucking Joseph A. Bank and was like, I, I hear I buy one and get uh, get nine free somehow. <laughs> you guys are still in business. <laughs> How does Joseph A. A, a. Bank work? They're like, hey, five suits it. for $100. And I'm like, how? And they look pretty nice. They're not know. bad. Like, so I'm like, are you guys just always in the red? Right. I hope they're in business when I'm done with my professional training. Because I'm just going to go in there and be like, yeah, one of everything. One of everything. What is this? The Princess Diaries? No, you won't. Yeah, it is. I'm going to wear a fucking tiara because I'm a beautiful girl. Oh, it's Captain America and Henry Cejudo in the stands and they cut away too soon. 
Yeah, because as soon as Henry Cejudo was taking off his coach's glasses to put them on, they were like, cut away. Yeah, cut away. Cat, that guy, Captain America, he's a good coach, but he is a fucking... He's a character, huh? He's a character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom! Boom! All these are landing. Boom! Oh, Jose. It's a problem. Oof. Oof. Yikes. How tough is Sonato that he's just like still standing after all those shots? Almost as tough as Dan Hooker. What's wrong about that dance? What's he mess- messing up it there? It goes up top. Oh, it goes above the head? Oh. Not in front of the face. <laughs> Fucking nerd, dude. Well, that's a that's terrible, a test. That's a terrible dance. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> that was a test. But, dude, how about he, yeah, Hanato's almost as tough as Dan Hooker. Oh, my God. Edson Barbosa fight. Dan Hooker's the toughest man in MMA. You're going to need a CT scan to check for liver lacerations. Dude, what about fucking oh internal hemorrhaging? Jesus. Oh, my God. He took so many kicks in that fight. Ugh. Oh, and they're from Edson Barbosa. Dude, dude, you know your striking's good when you when you subscribe to that those pool noodle mitts. <laughs> dude, if you can hit those pool noodles, I thought it would be easy to. No, it's, rid- I it's miss, ridiculous. I miss all the time. It's ridiculous. Samuel L. Jackson's in every movie and every commercial now. He just has so much money. He's Does just he? constantly stacking the scooter. All of it. He's worth. I was gonna say he's worth three all of it. trillion he's dollars. He's got bags. Yep, he's worth more than the GDP of some small countries. The GDP of some small countries. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he could probably like buy Angola. Oh, for sure. But why would Samuel L. Jackson want the stress of being the emperor of Angola? Angola. I was going to say. <laughs> like my people are dying. Sociopolitical there are problems. six buildings in my country lines. So I'm pretty sure we have like raging warlords trying to take me out constantly. Yeah. I can't wait to view the comment section. All those angry Angolans. Angolans. <laughs> yeah. Just Thank God they don't have computers. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> I had to I'm travel fucking around 400 miles to the nearest internet cafe. I'm fucking around. Angolans probably have computers. The rich ones. The ones who stole the He's resources. So, up. so <laughs> not okay. It. It's fine, dude. I no longer co-sign this. I can't get behind it's it. It's fine. You're going down a path I can't follow. It's fine. Don't worry about it. How about the, the ruler of Zimbabwe, though, who, for his, like... I think the celebrating his 25th anniversary of being in power ate hey. like zebras, endangered oh, okay. animals. Okay. Did you see in Indiana because of the polar vortex? These people owned zebras and they let them freeze to death. And, and that's what? not, yeah, apparently it wasn't against the law there to just leave your zebras outside in like negative 20 degree weather. And they just let them die? Let them die. Yikes. Fuck those people. It's kind of dark. Kind of dark. You don't do that. What about the University of Iowa student who got left outside the campus wreck? And what just happened? Died? What happened with that? They found him at so like three a.m. There was a there's an alleyway behind the gym the that fuck, some people dude? use for like sled pushes and like outdoor fitness. Yeah, but why was he there at two a.m.? Uh, dude, what I think was you know I heard an investigation was pending. For those of you who don't know, in the United States in the Midwest. There was a low pressure system and all this cold Arctic air came down and we saw like unprecedented temperatures, um, completely uh, abnormal for the region. We saw like wind chills of negative 50 degrees in some parts. And unfortunately, uh, was it a University of Iowa student? Is that the school? Well, University of Iowa student, um, 18 year old was found uh, frozen to death. Fucking at like 2 a.m. Human icicle, dude. Yeah. 
absolutely my terrible. theory was he read one too many like fucking goggins books it was like, it was like gotta uh, men- get harder mentally yeah but i don't think that's what he meant that's i don't think he not- meant go out in like minus 30 with no jacket on yeah, that's it's a real it's a goddamn shame. And then there are a few people. There's like one guy who got hit by a snow a snow plow. Jesus. Yeah. That'd be one of the vehicles I'd least want to get by because I don't think there's any chance you survive. And then there were a couple other people who died, but they were like older men. One guy died. He was like shoveling snow. Then he went to his garage, and of course your garage isn't like insulated well. So he was like putting the shovel up and he was like, Oh fuck, I'm feeling kinda sleepy. <laughs> and I'm also shaking. Let me it's just like take a seat real quick. <laughs> so he he passed out and froze to death. Well, that's why everyone you see in New York right now is wearing five layers. Yeah, dude, that's go. the thing. Chicago was like one of the coldest cities because of this whole polar vortex. Because of course it's the windy city, as we know, and oh, it was like wind chill. exactly it was negative twenty, and then when you factored in the wind chill, it was almost negative sixty. I heard that. Yeah, and, and today. Today in Chicago, it was like 50 degrees. So that temperature swing is like unprecedented. I think they had to call like the uh, the mayor had to like do something special for the homeless population of Chicago. So they didn't fucking die out there. I don't know what they did, but. Dude, if that happened where we live, oh man. Oh, dude, Morai's lost to a sunset the first time out. Yeah. Close decision, right? Mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know. I think he's going to win this time, too, though, because, dude, this guy's been a fucking machine ever since. Oh, they're going to show the Ultraman. Oh, good night, Irene. Yikes. That's scary to look look at, dude. I don't like seeing that shit. Then the Jimmy Rivera fight. Jimmy Rivera fight Oof. was insane. Oof. Absolutely. Insane. I remember watching that on my phone at, at my apartment gym. I was trying to get a workout in, and then it froze. Because it happened as soon as the fight started, practically. Uh-huh. And then the the phone buffered, and it came back on, and I was just like... He won. What? What happened? The fight The fight was over. I couldn't believe it. I you was felt so like uh, fucking Marty McFly in Back to the Future. How long have I been gone? I know. I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I couldn't believe it. And that's a real shame for Jimmy, because he's fucking fantastic. And you work that hard, you go through your whole camp, and then that happens. You get to show off none of your work. And it's you want to talk about a Sun Tau, a guy that's been at the top for a while, had to take a two-year layoff. Injuries, Due man. to injuries. Back at it again. Back at it again with the white vans. Oof. That's tough to look at. Dude, how about CTE, huh? Yeah, right? Jesus. It's a problem. I mean, he has a lot of impressive wins on his resume, man. Crazy. So it's exciting to see who wins this one. I'm going for Marlon Marais, though, just because of how dynamic he is. Biased as fuck. How am I biased? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're just pulling for him. That's totally fine. Yeah, man. You got you to gotta pull for some people sometimes, you know? I would like to see Marais come out on top as well. Definitely. I'm a Marais fan. That, now he, I, I can't not see a fucking monk. I told you, dude. Let, <laughs> I want to pull up Shallon Showdown. He looks like just like him. He lo- he looks like one of those uh, monks from the movie The Bulletproof Monk with Sean William Scott. Yes, you Bulletproof Monk is my shit. It's a badass. Bro. It's a badass movie. Absolutely. I can't imagine what it must be like to be in that Brazilian crowd with these two about to fight. Vamos. That was pretty good. 
You like that? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to fly to Brazil then. You can only tell people that, though. That's all you know how to say. Yeah, I'm in just Portuguese. walking around. Like, I happen to a die. cab. I happen to a cab. You're, You're going to die. die. <laughs> and he's like, what? Like, hello? He probably And then I, like, you. pull off my shirt. It says, just bleed. And he's like, hey, you'll see. Yeah. You trying to go to shoot the box? Shoot the box. With my geeks. My geeks. <laughs> my my jiu <laughs> I thought my, uh, that uh, Mohais was uh, Asian as fuck when he first fought in the UFC. And it looks it. And then he started talking and he was like, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Even though his last name's Mohais. Well, I didn't like, I just thought like he was an American Asian mix. That's fair enough. That's you fair know? enough. That's like you would never guess Lineker is from the forests of Brazil. Dude, right? John Lineker. <laughs> yeah. John Lineker. Sounds like an Irish boxer. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks like an Irish boxer. And then he starts talking. He's like, when I come, I come, no from, the English. Con- come from the countryside of Brazil. No Obviously, English. Obviously, it's in Portuguese. Yeah. But I can't speak Portuguese. But he talked about, like, living in a hut for most of his childhood and he said that uh, he just had always had his power. Yeah, it's crazy. And when he it's would crazy. fight kids in his neighborhood, he would just do the same shit. Yeah, he's he's from the very rural Brazil. We're talking like right next to the fucking Amazon. Because you see some of these people, like a lot of Brazilian fighters, they'll try to work in the English, and he's just like, not a not a word. It's not possible. No, <laughs> it's not possible. It's not. Po- <laughs> it just doesn't make. That'd be like me going to fucking Shanghai. Yeah, and I would just be like. Well, I'd be she 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 she. I don't even know what that. Maybe that's is. thank you. Oh really? What's what's high? Is ni hao? Or is ni that Japanese? Hao. No, that's that's Chinese. Fuck ni yeah. hao. Ni hao. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> and then <laughs> hi, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that's that's all I can do. What that's is better. what is yes in Chinese? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> it cuts to like a, a um, fucking generic audio clip. Yes. <laughs> People are gonna pull a picture of us and just be like culturally ignorant. Like that's of course, dude. But are you really gonna? Most Americans are. Don't fuck with me. I was gonna say most Americans just know English. Yeah, because it's every and we force that upon every other country because it's it's a good business language. English. Yeah, it's a good standard. There are a lot of commonalities. You know, like there are other romantic languages, so you can kind of get that familiarity. And if you want to blame anything, blame our public educational system. And blame, like, blame our language for being simpler than Mandarin Chinese. Yeah. To be fair, they just don't make foreign languages a priority here in the U.S. They should, but they didn't. You know they have a genuine problem with typing in China. Really? Yeah. So the thing with the keyboard is they have thousands of characters. So the problem is they have a traditional keyboard. Um, and the thing is you have to type. It's almost like uh, typing on those old nine number phones, texting on those nine number phones where you did like A and then type through the A's. Really? And then it's like autocorrect. So it's like, do you want to do this or that? And oh, you have yeah. to constantly type out which symbol you're actually trying to you type fix out. that language or you just get a gigantic keyboard. Well, they've actually designed uh, some now where it's a circular keyboard. What? With like a bunch of different symbols and you fucking like Rubik's cube it where you're just like <laughs> <laughs> that. Hey, hey, no, that's no. what I said. <laughs> hey, like that's-, that's not even me being a dick. It's just that English only has 26 letters or Spanish. Yeah. Spanish is very easy to learn. Use the same alphabet. Como te llamas? What did I just ask? How old am I? Hey, no, I think I asked what's your name. Is it? Is that what my name Me is? Me amo. 
right? Wasn't Comatiyamas? Oh, what's my name? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Yoablo. Actually, no. I heard that you don't use the pronouns if you're actually good at Spanish. Like no one says Yoablo Espanol. They're just like Hablo Espanol. Oh, cool. Like you drop the pronoun. I don't know. Shout out to all our Spanish speakers. That's one. That's a language I really wish I knew. Because I mean, so it's just know it. and plus it's such a good language to know. Two billion people speak it, right? Exactly, something like that. All of South America, other save for Brazil. Everyone around us. 100%. Sometimes I go into a store and they just start speaking Spanish to me. And I'm like, first of all. And I don't blame them, but it's also like, I wish I knew it. Yeah. I, I just get upset because I'm like, I should really know that. Yeah. But I don't. And then there's that divide between the two of you and you're like, I still want the product exactly. I want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now we're just looking at each other like. Like ships in the night, dude. Nothing's getting across. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying here. <laughs> Is it offensive if I start drawing things? <laughs> We're playing charades. Well, he's, doing the, he's doing the swim move. I like that. Super jacked. Both of them. Fixing the mustache and the eyebrows. He's like, I gotta look good. Oh, wait, I'm already on camera. Shit. Yeah, he's moving the Vaseline around. I know. I'm just fucking with him. Yeah, how's that? We got Jason Herzog. Thank God it's not Steve Mazzagatti. Dude, who fucked up that TJ Dillasaw decision? Everyone's been shitting on it's him. It's Mazzagatti's ghost. I know, right? He possessed he got that possessed. guy. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's an early stoppage, though. What the fuck, man? He really fucked what up. What the fuck? Hey, guess what? He's not going to be getting another big fight nope. for a while. Nope, nope, nope. Man's really fucked up. He done up. goofed big time. But remember, you guys, you can watch the fights at home on ESPN+. Plus. They're being provided, you know, through through their new streaming service. I think most of the – the majority of cards are going to be on ESPN+. Mm -hmm. Plus. And, of course, you can also view our watch parties on pretty much every social media platform streaming live. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter via Twitch. Periscope, Twitch, and YouTube all mm -hmm. live. And remember, if you want to take the podcast on the go, you can always listen to us on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, absolutely. And we update that immediately following the show, too. So Be on the lookout. Professionalism. Other than being late today. Sorry for not uh, commentating the Livia, Souza, and uh, Sarah Frodo fights. And Johnny Walker and Ledette, but I watched that. Yeah, we saw it when we were in the seconds. studio setting it 20 up. 20 seconds. And, uh, part of the problem was these cards are starting earlier and earlier. They're usually at 10. What the fuck? But then I didn't account for the fact that it's in Brazil. Yeah, so. that is true. It's like when they do them in uh, the Philippines and the card starts at like 8 a.m. our time. Yeah, or that was it a, the Shanghai card where we had to get up at like 3.30. It was unreal. I think, yeah, it literally was. Like, we started watching started like, 3.30 or 4. Yeah. That was when Ngannou fought Blades. Yes. Dude, Blades lost two in a row against Ngannou. What are you going to do? Not going to fight again. Scores posted. The fight is underway. A sun's house coming out. If you guys want to sync it up with us at home, 50, 49, 48, 47, 46, 45. Marais with the low calf kicks already. Marais looking like the bigger man in there. He does look big. Hanato, Rafael rather. He looks extremely strong though. Mm -hmm. Looks like a muscular big thumb in the torso.
God, dude, Jason Herzog is fucking bouncing around. I there. know. See He's that fucking shit? giving me motion sickness. My man is zoned in. Look at that. Whatever it takes for you to not stop the fight extremely early. Oh, these guys are moving at light speed, though. Ouch. Oblique kick from Sun Sao. Mirai's answer back, answers back with a low calf kick, naturally. As you do. Great jab from Mirai's. Super Ooh. fast. Hit it a couple more times. So what happens... You you get that accuracy from punching pool noodles, baby. <laughs> it's all pool noodles, dude. It's that pool noodles shit, dude. Connor did it with Ito. Look what happened with Connor. Garbrandt did it. Eh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> TJ does it, probably. Oh, TJ does do it's it. It's the ref's fault. And then Marais. It's all pool noodles. You're right. Jab Ooh, again from Marais. Another jab. Setting it up. Doing a good job. Rafael could put you out with a single punch, though. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, both these guys are so coiled. It's hard for me to even, like, dive into what they're doing because I'm, like, I'm worried what's going to happen. Oh, shit. Oh! Oh! oh Morais heard him! Morais heard him. Two, two overhand two rights in a row. Two big shots. He heard a sunset, man. Two overhand rights oh, in a row. Oh, shit. Hafa woke oh, up. Oh, shit. Hafa woke up when he hit the canvas, though. Fuck me, dude. Yeah, sunset's fully with it, though. Uh, but but Morais advanced to half guard. He's going to start raining down strikes here in a hot second. Oh, oh regained full. Regained full. I think he has to get back up. Wow, wow, shit. No, I think Rafael's going to be perfectly fine here for a little bit. Marlon Moraes. Elevating with butterfly hooks. No, I'm saying I think Moraes has to get up. Oh, I agree. Force the suns out to the feet. Oh, he, he maybe not. He advanced to half guard. Moraes, he's posturing up. Man, the suns out is in a lot of trouble here. He's in a lot of trouble. And the energy he's expending here is enormous. Better to better to catch your breath here, though. I think you would have gotten stopped if you... Oh, the guillotine. Arm in. Tough to finish. Might be able to, though. Uses it to gain position at the very least. That's looking tight. It is looking very tight, actually. That's looking tight. He's tapping. Yep. Wow. Wow, Marlon Marais. Marlon Marais. With a guillotine finish of Rafael Asuncao in the first round. Fucking phenomenal, Marlon Marais. Holy shit. Title run for sure. He Jesus looked, he looked Christ. Phenomenal. He looked phenomenal. It might be wow. His, it might be his time, dude. Holy shit. TJ Dillshaw, you have yourself a fight waiting for you. Absolutely. Armin guillotines are pretty tough to finish. Sometimes. Do you see the way his body coiled around that though? Yikes! Well, you knew you you know you're in trouble when you see a sunset panic like that to try to relieve pressure. That's when you know it's it's tight. That is such a good performance from Rice. These two overhand rights, bam, in a row. bam, both, both on the button. He punched the same spot on the sunset's face. One right after the boom, boom. Because he kept that left hand out there. Left hand extended. Morais was landing shots. He did such a good job digging for that guillotine. In transition, flipped him over. Wow, that is just high level, man. Took them out with it. Two seconds. See, you can see a sunset rolling through, trying to relieve pressure immediately. I think he never got back to 100%, though. He never fully recovered. Wow, what a fucking fight. Fuck, dude, that was sick. Jesus. What is next for him? You you could be looking at the next champion easily. 
Well, TJ Dillashaw's no no slump. One know? hell of a contender. That would be a phenomenal fight. TJ Dillashaw versus Marais. It could be the next one you see, to be honest. Very interesting to see. Well, first, I think that Cejudo's going to really vie for that. You think he wants to fight at 135? I know TJ said he'd fight him wherever. So He doesn't have a choice. No, he doesn't have a choice now. But. I mean, the ball is in Cejudo's court. Mm-hmm. And as much as people want to say that that stoppage was bullshit, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a it good was stoppage. It was bullshit. It wasn't a good stoppage. But the result of the fight stands. Yeah, exactly. And That's the, the only ball way is to... in Cejudo's court. It's not his fault. You're what absolutely happened. right. And, you know, TJ has to kind of relinquish that ground, and he's acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see them fight at 135. And then shortly after, whoever whoever wins that has to fight Marlon Marais. I mean, he just became undeniable. You're talking about he just finished in the first round Half a top sunset. five guy. Yeah. A top five guy in the first round. Mm-hmm. Absolutely sensational. Jesus. Wow, that was a good card. What did you think? I mean, fucking hell. It, yeah. it blazed by. Let's 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 break it down. Johnny Walker, when we were setting up the studio, finishes Justin Ledette in the Crazy. first round. Spinning then backfist. Charles Oliveira finishes David Tamer in the fir- in the second round. Overcoming all that adversity. Poking Overcoming Tamer, a lot of infer- getting adversity poked by Tamer, in the first round. Then getting rocked. Struggling in the first struggling round. Struggling in the first and then coming back and winning like that. In the second. Then Damian Maya comes out and just smushes Lyman good in the first round. Absolutely hops all over. Takes his back, finishes from behind. Absolutely beautiful jiu-jitsu. Then Jose Aldo comes out there. Fucking bulldogs. Hanato Moicano gets mm. the finish. Crazy. Fucking unreal. In the second round, just bulldogs him. Comes right at came him. Came right at him. And in this fight, you have Marlon Marais landing those two overhand rights in succession, falling it up with the ground and pound, and then seeing the opportunity, jumping on the arm and guillotine melee and finishing it. Could not be more shredded. Like, this fight card was abs- an absolute banger. It was really good. I'm, I'm impressed, to be honest. It's a good product, and it bodes well for ESPN+. Plus Because if people watch... If- 580,000 people watched the previous ESPN Plus event with TJ Dillashaw, mm-hmm. and they see this, they'll be like, wow, okay, well, I'm getting my money's worth, clearly, because it is a pretty good deal, right? What was it, like 60 bucks? 60 bucks for the year. For the year, and there are tons of events, right? You get a, a shitload of cards. Yeah. So. I mean, you're, you're going to be talking about, like, you get everything except the uh, the pay-per-views, pay-per-views for free. Yeah. I mean, uh, not for free, once but you have the ESPN this, Plus. Yeah. Because it's between ESPN Plus and ESPN. Mm-hmm. And then all the other fights are pay-per-views. And the pay-per-views you're going to want to see regardless because it's John Jones or it's... Giant names, yeah. Big, big names. Like Rob Whitaker versus Gastelum. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy fight. And then you have Adesanya and Anderson Silva as the co-main. Are you kidding me? It's something else. Oh, man. He's looking just completely fucking fired up. The, he looks like a cartoon character. He does, doesn't he? He looks great. Unreal physique. Absolutely beautiful from Marlon Marais. You think it's a title shot for him next? Probably. I'd wait for a title shot if I were him. If I were him, I would too. But like, what more do you have to prove? Nothing. You just destroyed the number five contender, right? Or C four. Regardless, he finished yeah, top five contender like a, that. Yeah, just completely showed his excellence. And there's no one else in the 135 division who deserves it more than he does. Dominic Cruz is out with injury. Mm-hmm. John Lineker is lost to the champ. I mean, Marlon Rice is the only question mark on there. He's the best matchup, too. If we're being It'll be honest. the most entertaining fight. I mean, very powerful guy. He's getting finishes at 135. 
He's getting finishes at 135. Dude, he's impossibly jacked. I, How I much did they test him? <laughs> Not enough. I said Something's that, dude. Up, dude. Look at this. This man's looking like he's a fucking one punch man in this bitch. He looks just like one punch man. Oh my god. Fucking Satima, dude. He's gonna he's coming for Jesus everyone. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. That is unreal. Well, he's shredded at this weight class because he has to cut so much, dude. He's giant for this weight class. <sighs> he could very easily fight a featherweight. Yeah, that very is easily. that is sensational. Good sportsmanship between these Brazilian fighters. Yeah, Javier Sensao admits that he had been got, you know. It's just the name of the fight game. Frankie Edgar, what? He trains with uh yeah. he trains with uh, Mark Henry? Yeah, I guess, apparently. Holy shit. I had no idea. That's a hell of a corner to be in then. It is, right? Wow, what a finish. Well, guys, let us know what you thought of the fights at home. That was an absolutely amazing watch party, man. As always, if you guys want to see us on YouTube, you make sure you check us out on there and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We had a lot of fun here with you guys tonight. Yep. We'll catch you guys on the next MMA submission. See you later.